This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Jim Schaller. Welcome, good neighbors, to episode number 57 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, Estero. Today we have good neighbor Linda Goldfield um, from Youth Haven. Linda, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure to be here today. Yes, it's a pleasure to get to know you a little bit more. Um, so why don't we just jump right in. Um, why don't you share a little bit about what you guys do over at Youth Haven? So Youth Haven is the only homeless shelter in our community for children who've been removed from their homes by the Department of Children and Family Services for abuse, neglect, and trauma. While we are meant to be a temporary housing situation to a more permanent one can be found, meaning that a child is placed in a kinship placement or foster care or reunited with family. The reality is children are staying with us longer and longer. We've had children who've lived on our campus for as long as four years. Wow. Wow. So, so how did you, how did you get involved with, with Youth Haven, if I may ask? I'm, I have lived in Collier County for 24 years. My background is in the nonprofits. Uh, primarily in fundraising and community development. And when the former executive director of Youth Haven was retiring, I was approached by her and the board uh, to become the CEO of Youth Haven. And I've had the privilege of serving as the CEO for the last three years. That is great. That is wonderful. Now, now you did this type of work previously? I did. Uh, not with a homeless shelter, but yep. uh, with nonprofits in our community. Very nice. No, it's good to, good to meet people like you doing that. I mean, it's much needed uh, within our community, and that's why we do this, is to, to help share with the community exactly what you guys are doing there and um, see if we can help raise some awareness as well, too. Thank so you. are there are there any, you know, you've had a journey and you've gotten to where you are today. Are there any challenges that maybe, I want to say, put you uh, you can look back today and say, hey, I'm in a better place because of it. But at the time, it may have been kind of challenging. So I think that the challenges with Youth Haven uh, are that we live in a community that is very affluent and poverty, homelessness, uh, abuse tends to be hidden. And so we can all live in our picture perfect version of Naples and have a hard time believing that what is going on in our community exists, that there are children who've been removed from their home uh, for abuse, neglect, and homelessness. Uh, the numbers continue to increase. There are approximately 1,200 homeless teens in our community, according to Collier County Public Schools. Uh, Florida has one of the highest rates of children that are in the child welfare system. And while Naples is a very affluent community, it's becoming more and more polarized as it's become more affluent that middle class, working class and working poor can't afford to live here. And it's the perfect storm when you have families that are struggling financially, oftentimes turn to self-medication and struggle to take care of their children. And then unfortunately their children are removed from their homes our role is to provide a loving, nurturing environment for these children to heal, to regain their childhood, because frankly, it's no fault of their own where they brought into a world with parents that didn't have the skills to take care of them. 
And that's that's great that you are doing those type of things. Like you said, the the community continues to grow and get get more diverse, and and we need to grow with it. Um, are there are there any myths or maybe misconceptions about uh, what you guys do that we can maybe clear up for our listeners? Absolutely. The, I think the biggest challenge is people think that the children of youth pavement are broken, or they must be difficult children, children that belong in Department of Juvenile Justice. I am here to share that I think we have the most wonderful children on our campus. They are courageous, they're resilient, there is nothing broken about them. The experiences that sadly they have had to face make them, frankly, I think more prepared for the world. It's our job as a community to provide them better outcomes and brighter futures so that they don't become the sad statistics of foster care children where we live in a very generous community that supports the work that we do. We continue to grow, uh, to raise more money to meet the needs as we become more and more of a therapeutic campus and more of a nurturing, loving, family-like environment for these children to heal and regain their childhood. That is, that is, that is wonderful. So you mentioned you've, you've, you, you're not from Southwest Florida originally, correct? No, I've lived here for 24 years by way of Washington, D.C. and the Philadelphia area. Wow. What, what brought you down here? Uh, my husband had a job opportunity here 24 years ago, um, and here I am still. Love it. Love it. Love it down here. So outside of work, I know your your job is very demanding in what you do and requires a lot of time. Are there, are there certain activities or things you like to do in the community outside of Youth Haven? Uh, so I think we live in a beautiful community uh, that there is so much to in our community, whether it's participating in the arts. Personally, I love yoga and meditation. Um, but I have to say that uh, my work can be all consuming and I am thrilled to have a job that I love so much. I don't think of it as a job. I feel like it's a calling. Most of uh, the Employees that work here, we have a staff of over 60 feel the same way that I do, that we are making a profound change in children's lives. And uh, the, the ability to separate personal from work is really hard and it, it blends together because these children are our children. They become our family. At holidays, we're here for Christmas with them. We're here with them. Uh, as much as we can be, because frankly, it brings us joy. It makes my heart sing to spend time with these children and see them regain their childhood and heal from the trauma that brought them into our care. That is that is good. great to hear. Good to hear. And like you said, you need to be passionate about what you do, and that makes you you know all that better to to perform what the, you're doing within the community. Is there is there maybe one more thing that maybe our, our listeners don't know about Youth Haven that they should know that we could share with them? Absolutely. So uh, in our community, we're on. We are like every other community in the United States. One in seven children are neglected or abused. Uh, we are changing the conversation around foster care, destigmatizing it. We encourage those that would like to get involved in our campus to give us a call, to become a mentor to a child, to tour our campus, to understand who we are, what we do, because I think there are a lot of misconceptions of what a shelter looks like. And by no means does our campus look like what most people think of a shelter. Uh, again, 18 and a half acres, 
six cottages in which children live in. Uh, they go to public school. They have activities, enrichment programs, everything that creates normalcy and prepares them for the next stage of life. And we encourage the community to be active in their lives, to be engaged with our children. There was a study from Harvard University that says all every child in foster care needs is one caring adult to make a difference in their lives. And I challenge this community to care about our children to make a difference in their lives. That's incredible. I love it. I love it. So how can our listeners go about um, getting more information or learning a little bit more about what you do? How can they reach you? Go to our website, which is www.youthhavenswfl.org. There are links there if you're interested in becoming a volunteer, donating your time, or making a financial contribution to the organization. There are many ways to be involved with us. Linda, thank you very much for your time today. Um, I appreciate and love everything you're doing with the community and um, look forward to seeing you out there in the community soon. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Estero. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpastero.com. That's gnpastero.com. Or call 239-296-2621.